Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one, and we are back. Welcome to November 30th, 2020. Make the most of this November 30th, 2020th. It's the only one you'll ever have. That's right. And you know, I got to say, there's a lot of people commented on our Sunday show. So if you guys don't listen to the Sunday show yet, make sure you get with the program. It's not like these shows, a little bit different, a little out of the box. So what they comment on? Uh, well, a lot of congratulations that I finally got your CE done. CE, so of course, but thank you. And let that be a lesson to the rest of you. Uh, let's see. Um, we talked a little bit about the fact that this time of year, especially when you've had a really great year, and I would say a year where you've had a great year in spite of, you know, a global pandemic and a bunch of other crap that happened this year. A bunch of other crap. You know, like a really significantly kick A mountainous year. mountain of crap. Of crap. Yes. Except for housing. Except for housing, which is the miracle of the pandemic. Okay. Yes. So especially in this case. How so many of our listeners and our coaching members are feeling that whole, oh my gosh, can I do it again? And and they're kind of freaking out a little bit about oh, that. Oh, we talked about that at the start of the yeah, show yesterday. Yeah, that's really, yeah. really resonating with them. And that's why I think it's extra important that we do things like this week's um, podcast, 15 Things to Embrace While Planning for Your Best Year Ever Next Year. And we're starting with mindset stuff, and then we'll get into the treasure map a little bit deeper. So the reason, so uh, how do I express this? Um you can't really move the needle in a significant way this time of year because of essentially, especially selling houses, the rest of the world is going to push back um, to the point where you're not going to have a chance. I don't know how to say that uh, without... You just have to accept the fact that it's a little it's bit... It's Christmas. You know, right? it's the holidays. it is what it is. No. And, and so if you burn yeah. yourself out trying to actually yeah. act against what the market has to give you, you're going to essentially burn yourself out and you're going to frustrate yourself. And <laughs> I think you guys, uh, those of you who've been listening listening to us for long enough, you'll know that um, I'm speaking from personal experience, that during the holidays, for me, I don't do holidays that well, because I personally, Julie does holidays a lot better than me. She's got a whole thing planned for Zoe and our family and the whole thing for this year. But I get a little bored and I get a little frustrated. But really what it is at the end of the day is that my um, software is not designed to slow down for long periods of time. Uh, and then I start to develop little neuroses. And I know it's irrational. And so for a long time, I would personally try to fight against that. And like I would try to argue, you know, basically frustrate myself. And in essence, what I'm hoping you guys won't do to yourselves. And over time, as I've gotten older, and frankly, as we've gotten more financially fit, um, those things have stopped visiting me during the holidays with uh, with such aggression. But they, but that emotion still is there. And that's part of how I'm wired, personally. That's part of my own original software. But you're better at recognizing it now. Right. And so what I'm hoping all of you guys will realize is what it took me probably, I would say, 49 and mm -hmm. a half years to realize is that the best thing to do when you're during holidays in real estate is just, just do nothing. I mean, just to, you know, reset yourself. And I gave myself a A-plus for taking last week off. We didn't mm -hmm. do any podcasts. It was the first time probably ever that I actually had a consistent week off where I didn't um, drive myself crazy. 
you know, that, and with, you know, the normal things that people who are small business owners, um, worry about. And it's funny too. It's like, um, I heard somebody say this is so true. When you're a small business owner, you have antivirus software running in the back of your head constantly. And depending on who you are, it's, you know, differing levels of intensity. Um, and back when Julie and I sold real estate, my antivirus software was very intense. Um, again, as I've gotten older, we've gotten wealthier or less so. But the reality of it is, is that that's part of what it takes to be successful um, as a small business owner. You have to have that antivirus software running all the time, but you have to realize there are times when you can't really do anything to move the needle in a significant way. And that's the reason Julie and I look forward to this time of year, especially with all of you guys, because we can hopefully help you to understand that this is a slower time of year. This is a great time for you to essentially put the marbles back in the jar, you know, marbles back in your head. And for you to make a very clear and concise plan moving forward. And the only way you're really going to do that is if you take a deep, you know, almost spiritual, physical breath, right? A, a cleansing of sorts, especially after this crazy year. So you can, in essence, uh, you know, allow the new operating system to load. The new operating system has to link up with the software that's already in your head. And then you can actually have something that's, um, you know, I think something to look forward to, something you're going to be excited about. And that's the only way I've discovered personally to make it so that antivirus software um, doesn't dominate my uh, subconscious brain looking for problems to solve is if I actually have a very clear, concise plan that I'm looking forward to, um, that I have a high level of certainty that will work going to the new year. And again, hopefully you guys are all learning from that. And if you're a little bit neurotic about, like I am, looking for things to worry about, especially in the business, then maybe you can learn from that. You can learn it before I did. <laughs> did I say that? Yeah, absolutely. This is the real estate confessional no, today. I, I'm totally Were with you. Were you surprised to hear me say that? No, not really, because you know we've lived through a lot of those cycles together. Yep. And I think that it's also harder when you live in parts of the country that are getting slammed with ice oh, yeah. storms and hail. It's depressing. And gray skies and the leaves are off now and it's cold and, you know, you're still having to get out there and do stuff. It, it can be tough. And you, I think the most important thing is to recognize when you go through those types of stages that, okay, I'm feeling this way. The solution is one word. I don't care whether it's because the sky's gray or because you, you're having to shovel your way to your listing appointment. The only answer is action. You have yep. to take action. And, and this is why this time of year, we roll out a lot of mindset things that lead to the business plan, the treasure map, goals in five areas of life. That is the, taking action. The key is to know what actions to take. Yes. Because the problem is, is that, um, again, all of you guys, uh, if you're even semi-successful uh, business owner in selling real estate, you're going to discover that sometimes your brain will look for problems to solve where there's no problems to solve. In other words, that's you're right. going to look for uh, things to worry about because that's what your subconscious mind is trained to do. And there's a lot of benefit from thinking like that because it saves you from, uh, it basically causes you to um, have a little bit of a, what would it be? Ability to look forward and solve problems before they become problems. And some of the best, most successful entrepreneurs, they won't necessarily say it as plainly as we're trying to say it today. But being a little bit of a neurotic, worry, worrisome type person looking for problems to solve in your business, that actually is a quality of a great entrepreneur. Of great entrepreneurs, it's a fad to try to act like you're Buddha, you know, trying to act mm -hmm. like there's some sort of yeah. seeing all, you know, guru. But that's not really what makes them successful. What makes them successful a lot of time 
is their neuroses, is the fact that they are worriers, the fact that they are looking for problems to solve. But again, the point of it is this time of year, there's no real sense in torturing yourself with that. Um, so do force yourself as much as you can to take a hard, you know, take a breath and have a hard reset. So Julie and I wrote down, well, Julie wrote down 15 points to embrace or thoughts to embrace while planning your best year ever. And before she gets to point number one, I've got a new announcement. As I promised yesterday, we are going to make available our real estate treasure map for free. Now to get the real estate treasure map for free and seven other books, by the way, including Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, you have to text 2021. Okay, so this is kind of complicated, but hear me out. Text 2021, next year's year, right? 2021, and text it to 855-685-1045. So text 2021 to 855-685-1045. So just enter in the phone number, just like you were texting somebody, and the phone number is 855-685-1045. And then in the message part of your uh, texting, just put in 2021, and we're going to text you back a link. You click the link, and then basically you're going to be able to go right to our website. And, and this is not a page that you can find on the website. This is a page we just put up that's going to allow you to download all the books. The book that we're going to want you to uh, move towards as we continue this podcast into December is uh, the Real Estate Treasure Map. So in order for you to participate in the podcast for the rest of the year, make sure you've got your Real Estate Treasure Map ready to go because that is what we're working up towards, helping all of you guys complete your 2021 business plan. So go ahead and text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Very good. I'm glad you set that up. It's going to help a lot of people. So 15 thoughts to embrace while planning your best year ever. So here's the thing. We wanted to get your head straight before we do the drill down on the finances and the uh, goal setting and all of that good stuff. So point number one, train your mind to see what's right and positive. Are you overwhelmed or are you dripping with opportunities? You see the difference in what you tell yourself there, right? How many of you guys have had a really kick-ass year and you're like, oh, I'm so overwhelmed? Now, that just means you're dripping with opportunity. Are you busy or are you productive? What are you telling yourself? Is it generally positive or generally negative? Along What's the, your first reaction? Along those lines, the week before Thanksgiving, I did a whole week's of podcast yes. on this very topic. Oh. <laughs> it's still attached. You're good. <laughs> yeah. I did a whole week of podcast on this very topic. Um, about what to do if you're feeling overwhelmed. So if you've not listened to those podcasts, go back and listen. Um, they're available on iTunes, Stitcher, timandjulieharris.com. We're probably literally waiting for you on your own iPhone or Android sitting in your hand. So there yeah. you go. So, But you see the difference. When you say, I'm overwhelmed, aren't you kind of telling yourself you can't handle anything else versus I'm dripping with opportunity which implies that you know what to do with opportunity and you can move forward. Well, as we discussed on that podcast, what overwhelmed really is, is just disorderly thinking. That's yes, all it is. That's it. It's essentially, and this goes again. And to it's an excuse. Right. But it, well, it is an excuse, but it's mostly disorderly thinking. Mm -hmm. And if you, again, it's, it ha, it's a, a, a normal function of this time of year. I think a lot of people feel overwhelmed and they're looking sure. for a direction moving into next year. And that's the reason you guys have to get your real estate treasure map. So just text 2021 to 855-685-1045. Point number two, Mrs. Harris. Point number two, your challenges are helping you grow in ways you can't currently imagine. Adopt the saying, it's too soon to tell. Welcome the opportunity to conquer new situations. You are the sum of all of your experiences, so be sure to appreciate each one as part of that quilt you're weaving throughout life. Make sense? Yeah, I love that. I don't think there's anything to vamp on <laughs> as far as that topic. But the too soon to tell thing's powerful. 
both, you know, when positive and negative things happen. You don't really know the direction that you're supposed to be learning until you've gotten through the woods. Well, we, let's just drill down on that ever so slightly. Yep. So here's the thing, guys. What burns you out emotionally is when you over-celebrate your wins and only over-grieve your losses. And so the, the powerful thing to say to yourself is when you have a really great win, um, you can have, you know, accept the congratulations of other people. That's great. But don't internally over celebrate it or overly, um, you know, essentially get yourself worked up. Just tell yourself it's too soon to tell. And then the flip side to it is if you have a loss, um, same thing. It's too soon to tell. You didn't get that listing. You didn't take those listings. Um, you know, horrible for you. Bad, bad, bad. It's too soon to tell. And it keeps your emotions and uh, essentially along a finer line. It also causes you not to then allow your, um, you know, random thinking to start kicking in as far as where is that's going to go. And if you start saying to yourself, for example, you know, I didn't take that listing. I must be only good for working with buyers. And then you can see where that thinking will lead you. Know where you actually want to be. So adopt the thing too soon to sell, tell. Uh, accept your wins, accept your losses, but just remind yourself the best way to keep yourself on an emotionally even keel is saying to yourself, it's too soon to tell. Number three, Julie. Number three, there will never be a day, or I should say, accept the fact that there will never be a day where all of your to-do list is magically complete. Your voicemail is empty and your texts are all answered. Find peace by being mentally and emotionally strong while everything else is happening all the time because that is what is supposed to be happening all the time. And you know, the best relief for that particular issue is having a very clear, concise business plan that you believe in mm -hmm. because even as the little you know bits and pieces of life are seemingly everywhere, all the you know voicemails and the emails and all the rest of it, you still then will have your business plan to reflect back upon and that acts as your North Star. So make sure you download the Real Estate Treasure map text 2021 to 855 685 uh, 1045 it's cool the phone number i know you rhymes. did that was very good yeah i like all the fives that's good all right so except the fact point number four you can't control what people say and do and we talked a lot about this on last week's podcast as you did before thanksgiving you, ca you can't control what people say and do. You can't control everything that happens. What you can control is how you respond to it all. So start practicing 20-minute mental breaks before reacting. Don't call somebody right back. Don't immediately respond to texts and emails. Now, don't take so long that you're being rude, of course, but do take long enough to gather your thoughts and check your reaction. Are you reacting out of ego or out of compassion? Check yourself. You know, it's funny, too. I remember back in real estate, this is... A great point for real estate agents, right? So you have usually a worked up buyer, seller, an agent, or somebody yeah. else. And it's so Or fun. all of the above. Or yeah. they'll break. Well, it's, yeah, it's usually the co-op, an inexperienced yes. co-op. And they're going to dump their world's their their worldview, their problems, their politics. They're going to dump it all on your lap, mm -hmm. and you know they're going to not know what the hell they're doing. And you're going to feel like you have to do both sides. Of, all these and things. And it's all right? your fault. And it's all your fault, right? <laughs> and they don't know emotionally how to deal with the stress and all these plates spinning. It's so funny. Sometimes the best thing to do is nothing because then I know. We then have they're to remember that then they're going to force uh, they're going to basically uh, solve their own problems. And those of you who are running your own businesses too, this is another little powerful trick is that when you have uh, people that are you know, acting uh, erratically or er emotionally and they have all these problems, if you put yourself in a position that you're going to be the seeing eye problems, you know, the all-seeing the all uh, problem solver, you're never going to get anything done. You're always going to feel a little bit overwhelmed because you're going to have all these people that are tapping you for your emotional energies. And one of the tactics that we suggest you use, and this again works in all aspects of life, by the way, is that if someone has some particular issue, they have to fill out a forum. The top forum 
is the top thing is stating what their problem is. And the second part of the forum is stating what they see their best three options for solving their own problem is. And what you'll find is most people that would have brought you some sort of problem that only you could solve, um, you're going to discover that the, because they're unwilling to fill out the forum, the yeah. problem never actually shows up in your in your life because they know that they're just wasting their time. Or if it was a real problem, they'll self-discover their own answer as they're completing the forum. And if the problem still exists after they complete the forum, read the forum, make sure they took it, uh, the exercise seriously, and then you circle which uh, solution that they came up with that you think was best. What that'll do ultimately is it makes it so you have less emotional issues for other people that you have to solve. And also be very observant. You might be welcoming in all these people asking you for your input and advice because your ego loves to feel important. But what that stuff is all distracting you from is what really matters most in life with regards to actually completing the things on your business plan. Exactly. So point number five, stop waiting. If you wait until you feel 100% ready, you'll be waiting the rest of your life. Do you wait all day till it's time to stop working? Do you wait all week for the weekend? Wait all year for your vacation? Wait for everyone else to respond first? All of the waiting eats up your life energy. So maybe monitor yourself. It would be a great uh, coaching exercise to see in the course of the day how many times you're waiting. I hear it sometimes on premier coaching calls. Well, I'm waiting for that lead to call me back. I texted them, so I'm waiting for them to text me back. I'm waiting for the market to change. I'm waiting to find this, waiting to find that. Stop the waiting. So the waiting actually creates the stress, to Julie's point. The waiting actually is uh, like when you have all these things that you're essentially procrastinating, which is what she's talking about in point number five, when you have all these things that you're procrastinating, you actually subconsciously, you don't let those things go. They're still bouncing around in your head, making you feel inefficient, making you feel again overwhelmed. And so if you realize and accept the fact that doing things urgently, I'm a doer, I get things done, furiously fast lead follow up. If you read our book, Harris Rules, you'll see that one of the common threads throughout the whole thing is absolute... Um, you know, urgency. And it goes against, I get, you know, this is so funny, but I was just on a Zoom this morning and I was listening to these agents talk about building these very long, complicated funnels. I don't even know why I was on this Zoom. And I said to them, do you guys realize that the percent of times that, for example, funnels actually result in a lead wanting to buy or sell with you, it's single digits. Uh, you know, it, In other words, building a funnel in nerfing up your sales process so that you never actually have to get in front of the consumer and, and ask them questions that will result in an appointment, that's making you broke. And, and there's so many studies that have, that have proven the point I've just made, but doesn't common sense tell you the same thing? So for example, a lot of the systems that you guys think that you have to employ in your business are just designed to make it so that you can procrastinate doing the real work of real estate. And that's going to make you broke. It's going to make you so you always have to needlessly struggle um, because you're going to be, you know, you're ultimately waiting for and procrastinating is getting paid. And so I don't know if that's the point of your business, but I imagine it's not. You want to go with one other point? You want to wrap? Uh, let's do one more and then we'll wrap it up. So point number six, start replacing the phrase, I have to, oh, I have to, with I get to, whenever you catch yourself lamenting. So many activities we complain about are things that others wish they had the chance to do. Not everyone has the same resources, options, and blessings that you do. So replace I have to with I get to, especially when you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit slammed, a little bit exhausted from, say, this year. You get to. It's my pleasure to do, say, lead follow-up. I it's it's awesome that I have the leads to follow up on, not, oh, I have to get through this. You see the difference in the mindset. It is. And I was thinking as I was listening to you read the point, the thing I think that would make it so that it does feel pleasurable are the adapt or adaptation of two things. 
one, the mindset that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to be of service to other people. And that's really where um, some of you guys, most of you who are reluctant to actually pick up the phone and follow a script and actually ask questions that are going to lead to them making an appointment with you and then you helping to solve their problem, which is buying or selling real estate. The real reason that you're reluctant to make those calls in at, at and, you know, at its very core, there's two real reasons. One, because you have not yet connected the dots. You feel most alive when you're being essentially of service to other people. You know, there's three things all of us need in life, right? We need some work that gives us a sense of a purpose. We need someone or someones to love. And we need something to look forward to or some things to look forward to. So you have those three things. You're going to feel actually a lot better about yourself with regards to you know your purpose on the planet. But the most important thing of all those when you're doing sales, especially again, if you're drawn to doing passive stuff, buying leads, lead funnels, all this stuff, it's probably because you have an issue and maybe a lack of skill with regards to having real conversations with people with regards to you know buying or selling real estate. The buying or selling real estate is a problem that needs to be solved. And if your highest and truest purpose on this planet is to solve other people's plans, uh, problems to help other people, then you're then going to naturally want to know how to do it, which then leads into the skills. So the missing element for most of you is the connectiveness that you should have, or at least can intellectually understand, that you feel best when you are being helpful and, use, and essentially useful for other people. That's where you and most people, everyone really, feels the happiest is when they're helping other people. Help me express that in a different way so they understand the importance of that. Well, I think it touches so many different places in our lives. You know, what is it? I think this is the reason why you see a lot of people or a lot of statistics when people retire if they don't find something to manifest helping whether that's their family or a new hobby or a tradition or a new part-time job that you know like within a year they have a heart attack and die i think we're programmed to be of service well it's but that through work we lose that a little bit it's that experience i had in the sixth grade right mm-hmm. when i'm in my sixth grade class when we went to the white house right we all piled into that horrible bus and <laughs> we drove down to the White House. This is something I don't even know if elementary schools still do that. I, don't know. I doubt it. This was it. not like a drive down the street either. This was a drive Ohio from to Washington, D.C. and a yeah. crappy yellow bus I with remember. no seat belts. Yeah, you did it too in yeah. sixth grade, didn't you? Yep. Yeah, Julie's a year younger than me. So I remember <laughs> that we were with That's this, funny. you know, this tour group. And the tour group, obviously, I was in the back and I let all of them, you know, I, I was lagging behind. And I remember we walked past, I wish I had better memories of this. We're going to go back and so we can, we'll take yeah. Zoe there. Yeah, now. yeah. Especially that she's homeschooled. We'll have mm-hmm. to do all these school things ourselves, right? Be good. So I remember walking down what I remember to be a long hallway of showing all these past presidents. And it showed the year they were born, the year that they died. And it showed also somehow the, the when they were president, right? For the, the age range in which, or the date range when they were president, right? And I remember seeing... It took me a while to figure this out because we've had quite a few presidents, but I remember the last few. So this would have been when uh, Reagan was president, right? He would have been an active president in the 80s, yeah. Yeah. And so I remember noticing that how many of these guys uh, died essentially within like five years after they got done being president. Mm-hmm. And and this and granted, not all these guys were spring chickens. None of them were really. And a lot of these presidents were presidents during a time when the expected life, you know, you weren't going to live, you know, a thousand years anyway. But still, the occurrence of death after being president, your conclusion would be, well, that must be a really crappy hard job. But I think yeah. that's probably true. But I think the real reason is the reason that Julie just made. Because these guys went from being essentially the most important person on planet Earth to being somebody that no one really gives a hoot about. Yeah. You know, and that's, I think, it really goes to the point 
that it is incredibly important. It's again, it's part of our software that we have to be uh, being of service to other people in order for us to feel happy. Mm-hmm. And and it's I think it's a tribe thing, really. I mean, we can psychoanalyze that forever. It is. It, yeah, it is. But you have to remember that when you're in stressful, confrontational situations, when you're exhausted. You know, this is one of those many places where your job is to catch yourself. And it's so hard to do sometimes in the moment, right? So it, maybe you're irritated with how a deal's going, but you change it from, I oh, I have to call, I have to fix this, to it's my pleasure to help resolve this person's problem. I'm going to be the solution. I'm going to take control of this. I'm going to make sure that they end up happy. But you won't want to do that unless you have the skills to solve the problem. Well, right, which is absolutely related to it. And if you don't have the skill, of course, you should be probably hiding out from your client or maybe not even taking them on in the (laughs) first place. I mean, the reason you don't pick up the phone to make the proactive lead generation calls is because you don't know what to say. You know, your subconscious mind fills your mind with, oh, what if they say this? What if they say that? These are the subconscious thoughts. In other words, your brain is looking for threat vectors. What if they ask you this question? What if they say this to you? They're going to hurt your feelings. They're going to see you as some sort of greaseball salesperson. Your brain, if you were to write down all the reasons why you look for passive lead generation methods, you're going to start with the usual lies. My time is more valuable. I have so many Mm -hmm. things going on. If I can delegate lead generation to some sort of bot lead source, then I can free up my time to what? Play online Scrabble? I mean, seriously, if you go through and then you write down this long list of why you're not doing the real work of real estate, you're going to come up with the same answers that we are been, you know, we tell you every single day in our coaching program and on this podcast is that you're not doing it because it's a skill set thing, but the skill set thing comes secondary. The wanting to have the skill set, that doesn't just, you can, if you don't have a mindset of service or at least the understanding that that's the first step. Remember, we're focusing on mindset right now. The first step is knowing that your highest and truest purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. Even if you don't feel that, if you intellectually sort of you know understand the concept of what we're saying to you, then the next thing you're going to have to do is have the skill set. Because you can't very well say, for example, you're a doctor and you're going to help somebody you know fix their broken arm or whatever, uh, and then say, I want to do it. Well, I guess I now have to learn how to do it. See how that works? So you guys have to get to the first point, which is realizing your highest and truest purpose on this planet is being of service to other people. And I mean that in the most literal sense as possible. Julie and I are right now trying to be of service to the tens of thousands of you that are listening to this show. That's our primary objective right now. That's what we're trying to do. Sometimes you hear us struggling with ways to try to express ourselves because we're not trying to be over. And we use the script most days, but Mm -hmm. a lot of times we're not. We're just conversing back and forth. Uh, and we struggle to find ways to express some of these obtuse uh, concepts we're trying to pass along. But we are going to make ourselves struggle because on the other side of that, at least some of you are going to say, aha, I get it. This is going to, you know, Tim and Julie just help me from having to say, you know, earn, learn that uh, pain, go through that process because they just basically explain something to me that maybe I was struggling with or maybe two weeks from now or two years from now you're going to struggle with and you're going to remember this podcast. See what we're doing? We're thinking about you. We're trying to help you. Yes, occasionally I'll sprinkle in an ad, right? Of course. It's your job. Yeah, you know, we're not running a nonprofit. <laughs> okay. It's my job. It's your job too. Yeah. But we're starting with the idea that our whole purpose is our North Star is being of service to all of you guys. Everything we want in life is on the other side of helping you, our podcast listeners and our coaching clients, our friends and our family, those of you you know we know, love and care about. 
On the other side of us helping you accomplish what you want in your life, we accomplish more of what we want in our lives. That same exact formula is the formula for success. That's what it is. If you don't have what you want in your life, it's because you have not yet helped enough other people in their lives to to get what they wanted in their lives. Do you guys get it? It goes back to being of service to other people. You're of service to more people. In other words, you have the skill set that people are willing to pay for. You help them accomplish their goal, problem their, solve their problems. And the other side of that is you start then accomplishing more of your own personal goals. This is how difficult life really is. See how simple it is? Very basic stuff here. But this is the truth. It doesn't take you, you know, shaving your head, wearing a red robe and going to the top of the Himalayas and you know, sitting in a you know, monk position and praying for it. It doesn't take all of that. No. It, it does. It just takes very basic stuff like what I just expressed to you. What do you think? Well, but it does take recognition of that and taking action, which is very simple and very curable, very learnable. None of this is particularly hard. I think the hardest thing of all of it, it's, it's not learning a script, using a script. That's not hard. Talking to people, that's not hard. Being of service, that's not hard. Mm-mm. It's the making yourself do it. Because there's, uh, you have to defeat your ego a little bit That's what and it is. say that it's because I need to, I need to get better. It's the, That's hard to do. It's it's the willingness to step aside from all of the people out there that are always looking for shortcuts and easy buttons. Yeah. And it's then you realizing that all that stuff is pretty much a scam. And once you accept the fact that that stuff is a scam. That means you're no longer going to have to even consider it, which means, oh my gosh, I'm not going to be doing all these gimmicky lead generation things. Holy crap, now I actually have to learn how to be a proactive lead generator. Now I actually have to learn sales skills. And I got news for you guys. The, the reason there's more agents failing out of this industry faster um, is because of the advent of all these uh, gimmicks, yeah. of all these you know things that you guys are attracted right. to. That The average agent, when Julie and I got into real estate back in the 90s, uh, was in the business for like two and a half years, something like that. And Julie and I just started noticing um, it just anecdotal information because, of course, nobody studies the average time on agents in the business. But you can kind of surmise it from looking at d- various data points. And what Julie and I noticed starting in, I mean, I first noticed this back in probably 09. But um, starting in uh, 2007, when guess what? Zillow came around and Zillow then showed all these other lead generation guru type you know, people that they can sell stuff to agents too. All these CRMs, all these funnels, all this Mickey Mouse came out and that became the norm. That is a trend which will run its course. But what happened was is the average tenure, 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 tenure of an agent in the industry has been dropping steadily ever since agents have gotten away from what their really highest and truest purpose on the planet is, which is being of service to other people. And in order to do that at a high level, you have to have the skill set. Instead, what's happened is no one tells you your highest and truest purpose on the planet is being of service to other people. And then certainly nobody's going to tell you you have to earn and learn your skill set because that they were trying to sell you something. Um, that will fool you into thinking you can shortcut it, like branding, for example. Well, in fact, it makes the path between you and the client or you and the transaction longer, not shorter, if you even make it to the finish line. I I think agents have lost sight, a lot of them, of, you know, you want to have this direct contact as possible, as immediate contact as possible, not this long, drawn-out thing. Because if you don't know what their story is, how are you ever going to help them? It's so funny. You're taking me back to that Zoom I I was on this morning. And all these people were waxing poetic about these ridiculously long funnels and complicated this and complicated that. And, And I was like, well, hold on. You guys are generating these leads, and then you have their phone number, 
At what point do they get a call? And there was 25 right. people on this Zoom. What, at what point does somebody call them? Nobody said a damn thing. Because in, their, in this genius marketing thing, all these people were, and they were well-intentioned, and, and you know, I'm hopefully not hurting anyone's feelings, but I am being, and I was direct on that, you uh, are, po- I heard on the it. Zoom, because I'm not going to let, I, it breaks my heart when I see you guys, you know, falling prey to that stuff. But the reality of it is, is here's what I said. Okay, so here's how complicated it is. Generate the lead, you have the phone number, call them back, pre-qualify them to determine their motivation, set the appointment, sell them whatever the hell it is that you want to sell them. That's the whole process. Done. Done. Not a bunch of freaking videos and follow-up emails and fancy funnels and this funnel goes to this funnel goes to this funnel. Why the hell would you do all of that if you just simply could call people back urgently, furiously, fast, pre-qualify them using a script? I mean, it just seems so commonsensical You could have the appointment and the time it takes for them to even get it in the funnel. Think about the ego and the, uh, like, why is it, it's a fun, and this is, as I was watching this Zoom, because I was mostly observing, I was just thinking to myself, why is it that people are so attracted to so many complicated bullshit things when they could just learn to pick up the phone? What, what Everybody about, wants the easy button. Yeah, well, but they want it to be more complicated than it is. Yeah. That goes back to ego. Yeah, well, I guess that's true. Like, it, I think maybe there's a subconscious belief, well, what you just rattled off, I can't, I can't work like that. Can't be can't that be easy. That, can't be that easy. No way. You know, it's so funny that you say that because every week in Premier Coaching, I get the, I can't believe it was so easy. It is easy. I get that. And, and it's almost always, sometimes it's calling, you know, your center of influence and you get a referral right away, but it's almost always an expired or for sale by owner. And, sure. And they're like, oh, uh, Federico in LA had one. He called a $20 million expired <laughs> and she was like super nice to him and has been following up and absolutely giving him the time of day. And he's like, you're not going to believe this. Chuck Williamson, who's yeah. going to make $2 million and yeah. his average sale price is 180000 And I think his sale, his, uh, I'm sorry, he has like two assistants, okay? That's a lot of and deals. He, and his, did I say his average sale price? I have 175 or 80, right? So he's selling a crap ton of houses by himself. Mm-hmm. He gets all of his business from centers of influence and past clients. He does call them, but Fizbo's and expireds. Um, uh, crap, what is it? The other source probate, w- probate thank yeah. you. And but he calls them, he calls them, yeah. He doesn't, there's no drip campaigns. I tell this story because it's funny. Uh, I had to teach him how to use Facebook because he wanted to set up a Facebook business. Page. I say, I love stories like that because it's too. so simple. But you know, how truth. many people listening are like, Oh, it can't be that simple, but it is. They want it to be more complicated yeah. because they were looking for an excuse not to do yeah. what makes them uncomfortable. See, I think it's actually more effective for people like Chuck and Federico and a lot of our other coaching clients. I think it is easier for them because everybody else is so distracted with all of this other crap that when they actually call, they get, they do feel the love. They They do. do. Not every time, but oftentimes they do. They're like, oh, you're, you're, is this, this isn't a recording, is it? You know, you're actually calling me. Yeah. I think it's awesome. In this day and age, in this day and age, when so many people are essentially attracted to the complicated, attracted to these fancy, you know, 47 step everything, as opposed to doing the real work, the competition for doing the real work is probably at a, you know, a 50 year low. In other words, you're right. If you chase the business and you do the things proactively, like we prescribe to all of you to do, you're going to find that there's actually less competition and you could just be moderate in your skill set. Like our pre-listing pack, for example, we've had brand new agents who's license number isn't even dry on their license yet you know 
And they have been able to take listings away from seasoned agents because they've used our pre-listing pack and our listing process. These are the basics of real estate that are the only thing you really ever have to master. And once you do that, your real estate business becomes not just pleasurable, but it actually becomes, you know, obviously something you're incredibly proud of and it becomes incredibly profitable. So I want you guys to consider what direction you're going to take next year. And the first thing you definitely want to do is you want to get your uh, real estate treasure map. So text the numbers 2021-2021 to 855-685-1045. Text 2021 to 855-685-1045. In the meantime, you guys have a fantastic day and we'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.